Today, we're delighted to be speaking with Marlene Bastien, Executive Director, and Paul Namphy, Political Director of the Family Action Network Movement. It's an organization dedicated to safeguarding and strengthening families through the empowerment of women. Although FANM serves people of all races, genders, and ethnicities, it remains a primarily female and minority-run organization. It is dedicated to the social, economic, and political empowerment of low-income families and organizes locally, statewide, and nationally. Their organization has sent letters to the Kenyan president urging him against deployment of foreign military forces in Haiti. And today, Marlene and Paul will provide their insights into the ongoing turmoil and civil unrest on the island. Thank you so much for taking the time to have this discussion with us today. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Mr. Nampi. Okay. Now, to start us off, why do you believe the United States is aiding the allegedly corrupt regime of Prime Minister Ariel Henry, whom you argue is pushing an agenda counter to the will of the Haitian people? First of all, that is what we are hearing from on the ground inside Haiti. We have uh, a letter from at least 60 Haitian organizations and individuals, uh, which recently went to the African Union, uh, which we uh, cited in the uh, Neon and Famine Action letter recently, uh, where they document uh, a lot of the abuses that are going on uh, inside Haiti. Uh, and basically that there are many, many, many uh, criminal activities that are happening inside Haiti uh, by the gangs. Unfortunately, with the uh, collusion and the uh, cooperation of uh, Haiti's authorities. And uh, we strongly believe that the only way forward uh, is to really start fresh uh, inside Haiti. We cannot uh, trust uh, that uh, the uh, improvement of Haiti can go via uh, a regime which over two years has shown its complete incapacity uh, to basically uh, lead to a situation where uh, the gangs are not in control because the, the, the regime has dismantled Haiti's democratic structures. It's facilitated and conceded control of the country to these gang leaders. There are a number of um, very crucial reports of human rights organizations linking uh, government officials and members of the ruling party to these uh, gangs that are controlling uh, the country and terrorizing Haiti's population. So the only way forward is to uh, have uh, a situation where the United States and other powerful nations uh, stop propping up that regime and basically allow uh, the necessary space for civil society organizations inside Haiti, which are very credible, to come together and move forward with the transition toward a representative government. Okay, so you believe that um, Haiti on its own can solve um, what's going on, the turmoil? instead of having outside forces come in to probably make things worse? We believe, we believe that right now, the foreign influence in Haiti is making things worse rather than making things better. The first thing that needs to happen, which can allow organizations on the ground in Haiti to function, is that the arms and the munitions need to stop flowing into Haiti. We know that the majority of weapons 
are coming into Haiti from the United States. The majority of those coming from the United States are coming from Florida. Some are going directly from Florida to Haiti. Others are going via the Dominican Republic. Uh, the reason why civil society and different credible organizations cannot mobilize more strongly than they have in terms of leading toward uh, a more democratic future is because they are being terrorized. Basically, the powers that be in Haiti have subcontracted repression and terror to these armed gangs. Basically, whenever you see uh, demonstrations or other civic action being taken, when, whenever, whenever it's being revved up, you then see that followed by a wave of, of gang violence. And the most recent cases of that were the neighborhoods of Carrefour and were the neighborhoods of Canaran, where you had uh, in Kalfufe, up to 54 people uh, were killed in, in just the span of a few days uh, in terrible, terrible, terrible gang violence. We saw that also in Canaran, where um, they were mobilizing for a demonstration against gang activity, and it was met with, with cruel, cruel, cruel violence, which uh, led to multiple deaths. And so in order for the circumstances in Haiti to improve, whereby credible organizations in Haiti can lead the way forward, the violence has to stop and the weapons has, have to stop flowing into hate. Okay. So um, basically you would urge against global and regional efforts, right? To go into Haiti, to stamp out any sort of gang violence? No, what we're saying is very specific. We're saying that yes, the police force needs support in order to fight criminal activity. But the only way that we can ensure that happens is to have a credible government inside Haiti. That credible government can then lead the way toward assessing what the needs of are the police of the police in terms of fighting the criminal gangs. You cannot have a situation where the very authorities who are ruling Haiti in collusion with the gangs are basically being supported by an intervention against those very same gangs. That just doesn't make sense. What we need to see Step one is a transition toward, uh, toward a, a consensus and credible government inside Haiti that can then make specific requests on what, what the current circumstances are of the police, what their needs are in order to better fight the gangs. Okay, so um, what are the possible alternatives? Um, could you give us, you know, just a few ideas. Um, the global community has attempted for years to send aid to Haiti. Is it simply not enough to prevent an outbreak of violence? Foreign assistance to Haiti needs to be, at, first of all, at the request of credible entities inside Haiti and needs to also be done in a very smart way and a very equitable way. We've seen at certain critical uh, times in Haiti's history, for example, after the earthquake of 2010, where large amounts of money were flowed in, and the majority of that money, unfortunately, was squandered. And, you know, organizations like the Red Cross, who took in millions and millions of dollars, and had the, you know, ostensibly to build houses, and very, very, very few houses were actually built. Yeah, and there was the Clinton Foundation and, and many organizations there. But in terms of your question about specific alternatives, yes, there are specific alternatives. Uh, to the current uh, governing status quo. And this crisis, before even being a security crisis, is a crisis of governance, because the governance crisis is then manufacturing the elements that are leading to the security crisis. What we need to see 
is that the organizations, and there are many and they are credible, uh, they have the, 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 the belief and, and faith of the Haitian people. They have come together to put forward very specific proposals about what a transition can look like. You know, And we really believe that it is those voices who need to be heard. But in order for that to gain traction, the support needs to be removed from the United States and other powerful countries toward the current regime, because as long as the regime has that unconditional support, they're going to say, why should we Why should we even enter into negotiations with the opposition and with the civil society movements? Because we can continue to move forward without it. So the, the very credible, uh, and, and we can send you some, but the very credible plans uh, that are looking at a transition all begin with the need to negotiate Toward a regime that can, toward a government that can have have credence in the eyes of the Haiti's people and lead toward reforming the police, toward helping the police fight the gangs, and toward eventual elections. Okay, now uh, let me ask you: um, To what degree do you believe the assassination of Haitian President Jovenel Moïse was an impetus for the current socio-political instability? Did so. We believe actually that the, the situation of the uh, assassination of former President Moise should not be seen in a vacuum. Uh, there was a wave of terror that had begun before the assassination of President Moise, where you had women's uh, activists, you had human rights activists, journalists like Marie Antoinette Duclair, like Diego Charles, who were gunned down in gang violence. Um, and basically, we, we've seen this gang violence again being used time and time again. And this instability does not uh, date from July 7th, 2021. This instability goes back much further and has been a, a constant tug of war between popular organizations on the ground who have specific needs. First of all, uh, that, 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 that foreign governments respect Haiti's will and the will of the Haitian people and that our dignity and our voice matters. And so that is step one, where people are asking for their basic rights. You have repression uh, against that. And then you've had more and more these uh, emergence of these armed gangs that have basically, again, been uh, parties who the government has basically subcontracted uh, repressive power and violence to. That is the root of the crisis. And therefore, based on that, we saw the, the, the tragic death of former uh, President Moives. We've seen the situation which has existed since then. And we believe uh, very clearly that this instability is manufactured and that the first step in resolving the instability is to insist on uh, the ending of the support by the international community of the regime in Haiti, which can lead to a political transition and a credible government which can then resolve matters of security and eventual elections. Okay, so at this current moment, what is the status um, and where are we going from here? The, the status is that the country is basically in a stalemate. Uh, the country is, first of all, watching. The people of Haiti are watching what is going to be the next move. Are they moving toward this uh, foreign international force? Uh, we believe that people around the world, whether they're in Haiti, whether they're Haitians abroad, or even members from Kenyan civil society and opposition groups, which are very outspoken about 
uh, why you know Kenya is being drawn into this, um, and you know that the will basically of the Haitian people should be respected. And so uh, I think that we need to see good faith measures. So what's what's going to happen next, unfortunately, in many ways depends on international decision makers. Are they going to realize this failed policy of the last two years and begin to reverse course and begin to uh, open uh, greater space for opposition organizations to be able to uh, organize without this horrible threat of violence from the government and their allied gangs? Or are they going to stick with a policy which for the last two years clearly hasn't worked? And whether it's basically remaining in the status quo or they, or they try to uh, shove through uh, sham elections under the current circumstances, which given the insecurity situation is completely impossible, uh, the result will inevitably be failure. So basically at this moment, you're trying to prevent outside forces from coming in. Under the current circumstances, uh, outside forces which are coming in at the behest of an illegitimate regime, which is allied with many of the very same gangs that they're used as a pretext to ask for this mm -hmm. intervention to hit those same gangs, uh, we believe is 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 a non-starter in terms of what the Haitian people are striving for. And we believe that any future assistance has to come from a government that has legitimacy and that is able to assess those needs. Uh, again, uh, many of us, including myself, we speak from a, a situation of having loved ones in Haiti, of having former colleagues in Haiti who have been killed by this gang violence. And we are the first ones to say that this has to stop. But the way that this has to stop begins with the leadership of Haiti. And it's changing. 